You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that has actually does sh- two shows in one day. That's right. No other podcast does two show in one days uh, other than us. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan Knightsey. With me, as always, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing? I was try- I'm trying. I was trying to check to make sure my volume was working. Yeah, and you just you just came right at me, so I didn't get to hear whether it was working or not. But it probably helps if I talk. So I'm doing well. I have many thoughts today, uh, which is good because we have two shows today, like you said. So I have uh, I'm gonna have like four hours of thoughts for everyone by the end of uh, today, which is Sunday, day before Memorial Day. Should be should be an action packed day cuz obviously it is double or nothing day. Yes. Some people take that a little bit more seriously than others, but nonetheless, I'm excited. Wrestling big weekend, uh big coming month mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're here on May 29th and to think that today isn't even the biggest wrestling day of the year or wrestling weekend of the year in the next month is kind of crazy cuz you know, in about a month, we have a forbidden door event as well yep. that should be insane. Yeah. So lots to look forward to. Lots to look forward to. Uh, and yes, that other show we're talking about is we're going to be doing a, um, well, not a live stream. We'll be doing, you and I will be recording a, a double or nothing live reaction, which will go up on the on the podcast feed for Ring Post Radio um, tomorrow. So everyone can go check that out. Make sure you subscribe. If you're watching us right now, there's a QR code that you can subscribe to the podcast feeds. Um, and you know, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be there. Um, assuming uh, Scotty doesn't have a flight to catch, uh, we'll all be there at the Double or Nothing uh, uh, live reaction. Uh, I don't know, man. I think it's time you pay me more. Really? Oh, <laughs> you get you get paid? Uh, oh. Shit, <laughs> that's, that's embarrassing. Uh, yeah, no, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. I, well, if you go, if you want to get paid more, you're gonna have to do more episodes. And I think. Oh, that's... looks like I'm gonna have to leave. See ya. Oh no. Um. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going off to Florida. Um. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. No, we're ex- <laughs> excited. Lots of stuff to talk about today. Um. Obviously, we're gonna be talking about. Um, the big news that came out over the weekend, not even the weekend, literally like less than 12 hours ago, obviously is that WWE has left Allegiant stadium for a much smaller arena for money in the bank. That is big news. Uh, and it's very, it's very funny news. (laughs) My favorite part of it is that Roman Reigns, Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar are no longer advertised for Mm -hmm. money in the bank. That was my favorite part. I presume Sasha and Naomi are also not advertised for money. I would would assume not. Wow. You know, it's crazy. We haven't heard anything about that story since we talked about it last week. I think the only update for that story is that uh, they're getting suspended without pay, which is like, yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. 
Uh, I expect him to get paid while sitting at home. Yeah. So I think Landstorm tweeted out that that would be a vacation. <laughs> they got suspended with pay. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about reviewing Rev Pro's Epic Encounter show, the show that you and I both really enjoyed. Um, hey, hey, now speak for yourself. Okay, I will. <laughs> uh, we're going to give a little update on The Bossed, the New Japan Best of the Super Juniors 29. A very, I think this was the week that uh, it kicked up a couple gears. It was uh, a long week. It was a long week. We're going to preview next week's Hell in a Cell, uh, not NXT TakeOver. It's not on the run sheet because I discovered TakeOver is happening uh, this Saturday. I discovered that that show was happening uh, 10 minutes ago. I mean, let's be honest. No one gives a shit about it. It's no. Okay. No, no, it's in the dirt. <laughs> NXT I know I don't. Dirt. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Stardom Flashing Champions. A show that took place in Stardom yesterday as well. That was also a, uh, a good show that I think both of us very much enjoyed. Um, I mean, I enjoyed that show compared to Rev Pro. I, I guess. I, I mean, I guess that's fair. Uh, and we're going to give a little bit, just a quick little update on Double or Nothing because there's been matches finalized and matches added, even though we gave her a big preview just last week. say the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, so the elephant in the room is that apparently... This is coming. Get on the plane. Well, yeah. So, according to Fightful, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, apparently uh, MJF did not show up for a uh, meet and greet at the fest fan fest for Fighter for Double or Nothing yesterday. He just simply did not show up. They tried to get a hold of him. They couldn't. Um, then uh, Sean Ross Sapp said that a flight was booked. For MJF, uh, or Red Eye from Las Vegas to Newark, um, so that he seemingly wouldn't be at the pay per view. You know, overnight it came out that he wasn't. He didn't go on the flight. He's still in Las Vegas. Um, this whole situation is crazy. All of this seeming to stem from consistent arguments about uh, MJF's contract, seemingly and. How he wants more money, but doesn't want more time. But I don't know how that would work necessarily in the mid of a contract. It's Whole, a restructure. Yeah, restructuring of a contract, which doesn't really happen too much, but maybe it should. Tony, Khan, I have many thoughts. Tony Khan says that he's open thoughts. to giving MJF more money, so I don't know where the issue really lies. Scotty, where you, what do you think about all this MJF nonsense? Oh, there's so much to think about this. There's so much. I was thinking about it all morning of like connecting dots because you kind of have some clowns online saying one thing and non-clowns, you know, the listeners of Riggs Post Radio, of course, non-clowns uh, saying other. Uh, there, there is a lot. There's a lot here, obviously. And the fact of the matter is the person somehow with the leverage is mjf it is mjf it isn't tony khan it's mjf when we get reports and we get news items that say wwe fox and nbc all want that man on their television screens as soon as possible guess who has the leverage it's mjf and Okay, so let's start from the beginning, obviously, of the main part, the contract, the contract, the contract. I see people say, oh, well, you know, in sports, people don't, you know, want to get out of their rookie contracts and not sign an extension. 
this is it's it's people just don't get it. I, I I learned a lot of people don't follow sports enough here. There are multiple circumstances, multiple. In even right now, there's a quarterback named Kyler Murray who wants more money, obviously an extension, but he wants more money because he's on his rookie contract. Okay. This happens every season. There's someone that sits out because they want a new deal. And majority of the reason the new deal is because they want an extension. They want that more money, but this is wrestling everybody. And the term of, well, it's his rookie contract. You can't do that. This is professional wrestling. He can be booked to be the biggest star in the company at any time. Contracts and sports, all those depend on his performance. You have to play to earn that. But MJF, you know, he's done, he's had the performance part. There's a reason he's a featured talent. But we have reached a point where he is one of the top stars on the brand. He just had the maybe the biggest feud in AEW with CM Punk, the highest paid man in that company. Not a question. It's a tr- it's the truth. He's the highest paid man in that company. Someone someone argue that he has the best built match on the card right now for Double or Nothing. Yes, uh, CM Punk or MJF. Uh, MJF. Oh, I was gonna say it fits either one. True, uh, true. But so, I, I'd say the competition between yeah. the two for me, Long-term I would say MJF. Wise. Yeah. Also, much longer story. Sure. Uh, but yes. that's that's the whole difference here. Everyone's trying to be like, oh, well, people don't do this in sports. This is professional wrestling. MJF can be on the bottom of the card or top of the card by the simpleness of Tony Khan booking him. That's how this works. But he is so good that he got to the top of the card with ease. With ease. He has, he's not a world champion. He's only had one world title match. He's never had a title yet. He's a main attraction to these shows. He's on AEW, Dynamite, or Rampage. Every, I don't think he's ever been on Rampage, actually. I think he's been on Dynamite every single week. And the whole conversation here is like, oh, well, why does he want more money? Because why wouldn't he want? more money he's watching all these former wwe guys walk in there and get bigger contracts than him there is a reason cody rhodes is gone i don't care what he says oh i want to chase the big one buddy 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 your importance fell we know this and that's okay that's okay and cody went and did what he had to do and now he's the biggest star in wwe pretty much mm-hmm. outside of you know a handful of people but he feels like a massive star there mjf now is in a situation where this is what happens when competition is created aw wwe is no longer the nfl now it's broken into teams with aw coming in we're we're, we're we went from one league to multiple teams here that have interest in these wrestlers. And that only benefits MJF. He could sit out right now if he wanted to, which doesn't sound like he will. I don't think he will, but he could. The anger is clearly there. He wants more money. And if they're smart, they're going to give it to him. But at the same time, if you're Tony Khan, you have to set a precedent. You can't let your talent, walk over you like this either you can't 
you can't do that. Otherwise, in, I don't know, three, two years, your next other big young star is going to do the same to get more money. You got to set a precedent. Yep. But but if you're going to be the guy that's all about the talent, making the talent happy, then you got to make one of your biggest stars happy who's probably on that rookie contract. It's not a rookie contract. I'm sure he gets paid fine. But he's on that original contract. And people are like, well, why if he's not going to sign an extension, then why would they give him more money? That's a, It's called reconstructing the contract, giving him a bonus or giving him extra money. It's very simple. These things happen all the time. Mm-hmm. People change contracts all the time, not rookie ones, but that's the point I'm trying to say here. This isn't a rookie contract. This is a pro wrestling contract. There's no rookie contracts. A rookie contract is when he was signed to MLW, if anything. Okay, so like, stop. Just stop with the rookie contract nonsense. This is a contract that they came to an agreement on. Mm -hmm. And yes, you should honor that agreement. But at the same time, a lot has changed in AEW since they agreed on that contract. So I see his frustration. I understand his frustration. If he's going to be booked as a main event player, he needs to get main event money. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. And all of that, with the sports comparisons and this and that. This is pro wrestling. It comes down to that. We watch people walk out of WWE into WCW. We watch that happen. That is a thing that happened because of, guess what? Money. And conversely, people walking out of WCW to go into WWE for, guess what? Money. Money. It works both ways. And that's what happens when competition is alive. If MJF wants to, everything is, the ball is in his court. He can do whatever he wants because everyone wants him. Yeah. This is classic old school territory attitude era. Like the stuff that people liked about the attitude era, people popping back and forth. This is that, you know, this is, this is what this is. You know, uh, you know whether or not this is a work, which if it is, it's a bad one. It's a dumb one. I it, like if this is what was planned. I don't think this is a good idea. It makes your company look good. I get it. It's the guy that's the heel guy that does all these things inside and outside of the ring. But it's it's a bad looking work because it makes your company look dumb and looks TK look dumb and looks like MGF is like a bad employee, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, I get it. The guy's a star. You know, I, who know? I don't know how much money he's making in AEW. If he's making, you know, he's not making jobber money, but he's not making high end money. But he recognizes that he is probably should be making more money than he currently does because of the position he is in and the amount of other talent that are coming in. You talked about yeah. other talent coming in and also making money. Guess who else? And you know, that's the other thing about that is that the talent want, is coming in and who they want to work with a bunch of people. But one of those people is MJF, uh, a consistent yep. name on people's list is that he's a guy that people see a lot in people see a star in. I don't disagree with MJF saying I deserve more money. If this is how he's handling it, I don't think it's the best way of how you handle it. I think you just wait until your contract comes up in a year from now and you know, work the money that way. Cause right now it looks like you're trying to get out of your contract, uh, which is a bold move, man. Um, but I don't know. Is it, it though? 
Then he gets out of his contract. Guess who's going to give him a boatload of money? That's is true. I mean, in his in his way, it's not he wins. Decision. That's true. that's the thing. It's he a win, wins. It's a win win for him either way. <laughs> he can't lose in this situation. Sure, people are going to see him one way. Oh, guess what? If people start to dislike him more, oh, oh no, he's going to be a bigger heel. Oh, oh God! Like it, it. No, no one can work around this. Yeah, like he wins. He just wins. Plus, if he goes to WWE, then it makes that product better. <laughs> And isn't that something we also all want is WWE to be better? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I if t- to be fair, the things that we want to be better is things that, that MJF and Cody aren't going to go into WWE aren't going to change, but no, yeah. but I will say like Cody is like the one watchable thing right now per yeah. se, but yeah. think about it this way. If you were to have a draft, you put, all WWE's talent in there. You put all of AEW's talent in there. And you had a draft to build your future, right? Build your future because you don't want to just pick, like, guys that are going to retire a year or two. You want to build your next 10 years, next 15 years. MJF is going to be very high on that draft, potentially one, right? Like, that's the way to look at it. He knows his value. He does. And that's a dangerous thing when someone knows their value at such a young age. Yeah. Not even in his prime yet. Not even close to his prime yet. Your prime in wrestling's like 35 to like 42 or something like that. Like that's your prime in professional wrestling. He's a decade away from his prime per se. And he's already this good. So I get it. I do get it because he knows he's that good. And if he's going to be a main eventer, if he's going to potentially be an AEW world champion, which I think we all agree, if he stays, which I do think he does, he's going to get that title and he's going to be the main attraction because even without that title, his segments are the ones people want to watch Yep, because of how good he is at professional wrestling. Now, I do agree with you going about it in missing a meet and greet. That's kind of shitty, obviously, because, you know, the fans are ultimately who matter most at times. Yep. But at the same time, you got to do what you got to do. That's, that's like that's like missing training camp, per se, like when uh, sure, athletes yeah. miss training camp. It's like missing something. But I do think he wrestles on the pay-per-view tonight. I do. Mm-hmm. I definitely do. I think he wrestles on the pay-per-view night. I think no matter what, we're going to get an entertaining watch. That's what we're going to get. Uh, we're going to be sitting there, all of us, with AEW uh, double or nothing on, and we're just going to be like, so is he going to show up? And they're going to acknowledge it. They're going to acknowledge this on screen. They're absolutely going to acknowledge it. I watched WWE acknowledge Sasha Banks and Naomi leaving. So if they're going to acknowledge something, AEW absolutely will. And I was about to say, let's let's talk about the re- reverse. This is something that, you know, hasn't really happened in this way with AEW and Tony Khan before. Yeah, right. there's kind of the Cody thing, but which was, for the most part, kept under wraps, you know, as much as it was, um, yeah. and seemingly more amicable than we realized. But this is something that seemingly seems uglier than, than even the Cody stuff, right? So way ugly. (laughs) So looking at it from the AEW perspective is like seeing how are they going to react? They still acknowledge Cody. They still, you know, mention his name every once in a while. Are they going to keep acknowledging MJF? Are they going to bring this up on TV? Like you said, with the Sasha Banks and Naomi situation, 
So are they going to do something like that? How are how is AEW going to respond to this? And how if it did happen, if they did get rid of MJF, they just lost, they would lose Cody, they would lose MJF. How does that affect AEW? Adds up after a while. That's it adds up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have the talent that if MJF walked out the door tomorrow, they would be fine. But MJF is a talent that you do not want to lose. He is a franchise-type player. He is someone to build around. And you know what's the craziest thing about MJF? I think I, you know, I've talked to people about this, and as good of a heel he is, one day he's going to be an amazing babyface. Like that's, and we're ne- we're far away from ever seeing it. But a lot of the time, the best heels can be some of the best babyfaces, and you just see it when he's in Long Island you see like how easy it is for him to embrace those type things. So it, it's just exciting in some ways to watch happen. Uh, Tony Khan's going to need to pay this guy, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to sign an extension. He's not, he's two years away from free agency. He's And he clearly wants to just see, and I, I get that. I get wanting to, see what people are going to bring you. Cause if in the end you're going for money and only money, there's a chance WWE going to give you more. They, you know, I don't know how much CM Punk's being paid. I don't, but if they want him enough, they're going to give him top talent money. Yeah. And I think AEW is going to have to do the same. And TK has been on record saying that he is willing to uh, meet MJ, MJF at the table yeah. and and give him more money. I, I agree. It's like you know how you how do you restructure this contract without adding more dates? You know, if you're giving him more money, yeah. how do you how do you do that without an extension? How do you do that with any of this stuff? I don't know. That's something for lawyers and and them to negotiate over. I'm not gonna. Yeah, that ain't my problem. I just watch. <laughs> yeah, all, all I'm here is to see how it's happening. But it definitely, you know, it draws more eyes to Double or Nothing. You know, if this is a work or a shoot or whatever the hell he's happening, it's definitely got people talking about it. And not all good news is is good news. Not all bad news is bad news. You know, it's you know, it's, uh, news is news. It's going to have people link to, hey, this stuff is happening at Double or Nothing. What's Double or Nothing? You say. And then people might get into controversy goes a long way. I, uh, a, a fan of AEW has once said the controversy creates cash. Um, so I'm sure that uh, that is, you know, maybe maybe who knows? Maybe that's what's happening. It's just it's very suspect. My whole thing about like the, the work aspect of it all is just someone telling an outside source telling Sean Ross Sapp that a flight has been booked. I was like, what a specific, what a specific thing is like a flight has been booked. Cool. All right. Imagine, so, and, and, and to be honest, it's clear. It's like, we also have no idea what's happening. This could be about this. We're all speculating that it is about contract. It is about money. It could yeah, be, we just, don't know. it could be a personal issue. Who the heck knows? Yep. Maybe and something we, happened in, in New Jersey that he has to go back home or Long Island. that he has to go back home yeah. to, I don't know. Yeah, we don't we don't know obviously, and it's easy to assume it's contract because we know those problems exist. Yep. So like that conversation part of that still lasts, obviously still counts, still matters. But it could be like that flight booked could have been one way or the other. Obviously, it was reported that he didn't get on the plane, yep. and which made me. Th- have you ever seen Friends? Uh, the television show. 
Yeah, I don't know what else I would have meant. Uh, just like my friends in real life. Oh. Uh, no, I've never seen friends in my life. Oh, well, not once, this... not a single image. I've seen images, but I've never seen friends. Okay, well, there's this in the finale, the the main like the two main characters like she's going away like to work in France or something, mm-hmm. and she's going on the plane and the guy called or something or tried to like, no, he went, he went to the airport. I know, to I, know, to like I know the names of the her. characters. If okay. Ross, yes, Ross I, tried to stop her from going. Cause he loved her or whatever. Yeah. But she got on the plane and then she calls him like his house and like, I got to get off the plane. And then he's like, let her get off the plane. Did she get off the plane? I'm like, I'm, this is Tony Cotton. MJF. This is, <laughs> this is, this is this what's happening. And then, and then she opens the door and she's like, I got off the plane. And that's exactly what we're going to see tonight. FJS just be like, I got off the plane. Yeah. And then they're going to embrace and he's going to get a lot of money and he's going to make AEW a lot of money and it's going to be great. Oodles and boodles of cash. Yeah, but what a fun time, huh? This. <sighs> yeah, what a, what a story that broke out less than My excitement hours ago. for Double or Nothing was already through the roof. We have a main event that is the biggest in AEW history. We got a feud where Wardlow is going to try to get an AEW contract, maybe if MJF's there. Uh, we I got. Love, I love that part of the story. Is that uh, is that uh, Wardlow can never get a contract if MJF if he yeah. never beats MJF for one. It's smart thinking in my mind. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Do we go. We got tag team titles on the line. Please yeah. have new champions. We got. Three women's matches on a pay-per-view? Holy shit. Do you want to talk about Uh, We got a terrible Owen Hart women's final. (laughs) Do you want to talk? Okay, so let's talk about that. So that we, we, you know, we did a big preview of Double or Nothing last week, but obviously we got... Yeah, yeah, you were right. We got the finals figured out. (laughs) Uh, Well, no, I wasn't right, because I said Chris as well. I said Chris uh, versus Britt Baker as well. I forgot that that somehow ended up being the worst part of what was a... Because I was on week of picking, I was pitching, you know, Soho and Storm versus uh, Hater and Rebel, where I got backlash for having Rebel on television. <laughs> uh, no, it was a match. Yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah. So it looks like uh, the finals of the Owens Hart Men's Tournament is Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole, and the finals of the Women's Tournament is Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker. Uh, another additional match. We got two more additional matches on top of all this. Not neither of them are on the buy-in, folks. None of this on the buy-in. <laughs> the main card currently has one, two, three, four, five, seven, twelve matches, including one match in the buy-in. Thirteen matches. Strap in, folks. So we got oh, those two fuck. Owen Hart matches figured out. We also announced on Rampage Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. Uh, Darby kind of alludes to like Sting being injured because of Kyle O'Reilly. This is kind of what is cause of this match. Kind of makes me think that this would have been Sting and Darby versus Red Dragon. And of course, we have another six-man tag team match that I know for a fact that Scotty is super ready to watch. And that is, of course, Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti versus Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky with that new beautiful belt and the debut of Paige Van Sant. I'm Got pretty it. sure I predicted this last week on the show. Thank I, you. I'm pretty sure you did. So uh, to, to exact, actually. Yeah. So credit to me, credit to me, Shibuya, whatever oh, yeah. the fuck so get, you want to say. Yeah, get those Nikes on and start taking that victory lap. You know, man. Yeah, yeah. I, do I get a belt like Scorpio Sky? Uh, it's in the mail. It's on a plane. Oh, sweet. Because that's a good belt. Uh, a there's plane. a lot of. It's on a plane to Newark. 
you know, we previewed it last week, obviously, so people heard it. Um, I, th- I still think it was the right move, but I didn't expect him to add, you know, random match here and random match there. Uh, Darby versus Kyle O'Reilly makes no sense. <laughs> like, I understand there's a story, but at the same time, it's like, just just have this main event dynamite. Like, yeah, it doesn't need to be a pay-per-free match. Uh, the, the TNT match is could be the best match in TNT title history, and here's why. If Paige Van Zandt makes Ty Conti tap out, I never got to see Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian challenge for the title again. And that's a win. That's a win. So that's a win. Uh, Paige Van Zandt losing her first match would be dumb, by the way. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, the women's uh, Owen tournament final. That uh, that semifinal match didn't really go over too well with the crowd, did it? Well, one of them didn't go over too well with the online community, and the other one didn't go over too well with anyone. <laughs> anyone. Uh, so obviously, Britt Baker won in a very odd way. Um, it wasn't clean at all. Jamie Hader seemed to be standing late early i don't know something i don't know what Stu is supposed to do it was very weird yeah uh but Britt baker holds the rope makes tony storm win so credit to ryan he said Britt baker would be in the match uh i said uh it makes no sense to me uh, here's it still the doesn't th- make sense here's to me the, here's <laughs> the thing i get it people don't like Britt baker people don't like how she wrestles it kind of feels like she's stalled a little bit on her wrestling but in this company we're not going to have a pay-per-view without Britt Baker. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> let's let's get well, right here. Well, if we're just giving matches to Darby Allen, we could have just gave a match to Britt Baker. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I guess that is. Uh, but, okay, so she makes it in. And you're like, oh, whatever. You're like, I mean, you're like, all right, Britt versus Chris. That's a pretty good match. Yeah. And then, and then, on Rampage, Chris and Ruby have a very solid match. Very solid match. Very good match. One of the better matches of the tournament slash qualifier for either either one. I thought it was very good, very entertaining. But you you would have thought that the biggest heel in the company won the AEW World Championship or the AEW Women's Championship because my God, my God, the crowd turned instantly. Yeah, they rose up like it was it was picture perfect in a way i was like ruby so is on a heel <laughs> it's that, like oh shit people that, want chris to win that bad that was probably the loudest booze. which is great for her that's probably the loudest booze i've heard in the women's division in a while maybe ever <laughs> the woman well the thing is the 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 heel right which is Britt baker for the majority haven't been booed much, yeah, she, so it's she like gets a lot of cheers. Jade gets a lot of cheers. Yes. I feel like too. Yeah, so it's like the heels don't get booed, but Ruby Soho does, and then her promo after was so bad. She tried. She's like, I I know I don't, I don't, everyone's I don't, mad, I don't, but I, you know, I don't blame her. You know, I really fought, but I don't it, just don't acknowledge it. Just don't acknowledge it. You just gotta do your whatever your shtick was with Britt Baker. You should have just did it because yeah. now it's like ah, uh, no she, one cares about she this. She acknowledged it and they booed harder. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they did a rematch of the Grand Slam main event yeah. that was so subpar. <laughs> oh boy, it's just uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Chris Statlander, I think, is one of, if not their best 
if we're not counting like you know Joshi talent who aren't always there, yeah. Even if we are, she's one of their best in ring women in the company. Who Chris? No matter no matter. Yeah, I think Chris is really good. I think she has. I think she's figured herself out. I I completely agree. I think she's a talent that has the most improvement out of any out of any of the women from like yeah. the moment they entered the company to now. Chris yeah. has had the most improvement probably that I can think and of. I think I'll rather she's, my best. Well, she did give Britt Baker, like, I think her best defense, too, on that random pay-per-view that I can't think of. Yeah, that, was, it happened. that was Revolution, I believe. Uh, 2020 Revolution. I want to say. Sure. Maybe, I don't know. I believe so. Maybe. Anyways, yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I like Chris. I think she's gotten better. I think this new new style for her is, has made her a little bit better. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, this new some new matches. We kind of all thought, you know, maybe maybe this stuff was gonna happen. Smoke it was all out. Cole. All out. Oh, there we go. That makes sense. By the way. Um. Yeah. So either way, still excited for the show. You know, just additional stuff. We all knew Britt Baker was gonna be in this. I mean, let's be realistic. Um. I I really feel like we're gonna get Britt Baker versus Adam Cole winning both of theirs. Uh, I I really feel like that yeah. is going to be the plan at this point. I'd actually be shocked if we did it. Do we get a Do we get a, a Johnny Wrestling and Candice Ray after the post match? You think there's going to be a surprise? We haven't they haven't teased any surprises, but do you think we'll get a random surprise? I think we'll get a surprise. They can't help themselves. <laughs> I don't know what the surprise will be, but there's always one. Usually, usually every pay per view, I mean, it could be them. We usually we get like an announcement. Perhaps saying the that, King of Swing. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, usually, we didn't get a. We, we did not get an announcement for the Swerve one. The Swerve one. They just when Swerve was announced, like biggest a big free agent signing in the, oh, the whole I thought, shtick. I thought they did. They they didn't. They didn't announce that one, nor did they announce Jay Lethal. But one of them is actually a star, and the other one's Jay Lethal. So they were also on TV, I think, right? What were they TV? I don't remember. No, Swerve was on pay per view. Look, man, I don't remember when these people came in. There were so many people that came into this company all at the same time. <laughs> it's like That's every week. True. Every single That's week. true. Uh, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been like a month. <laughs> it has been a while. Um, let us move on and let's talk about stardom flashing champions. I'm already tired. I know, Scotty. I know. But you're going to wake up <sighs> because we're going to talk about the sh- promotion that you love, the promotion that we all love with a show that has some of the best stuff I've seen in a bit. I thought maybe not the best, best stuff, but there was a lot of things that were great. A lot of things are really, really good. Yeah. And a lot of things that you got to check out. Best way to say it. I didn't think anything on this show was the best of stardom this year, but the show itself might be in terms of an overall uh, delivery of, you know, great matches, great moments, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's kind of how I looked at it. But, yeah, yeah we can get into it. Like, none of the matches were like, wow, this is stardom's match of the year or mm-hmm. a match of the year contender. But we had some things get close. We had other matches that told great stories and we have some hell of a 
phenomenal challenges for the future that have me more excited than anything. So, yeah, let's get to it. Well, let's start off with the main event, the most exciting. No, you don't start with the main event. You don't start with the main event. But that's you start with Mark Henry told me to start at the main event. Well, you, well, because the thing with stardom pay-per-view, you start with the main event, then you're going to have to end with Waka. And it's like, what, well, what are we doing here? I'm sorry. Waka wasn't in. Waka wasn't in the 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 opening. The opening was a six woman uh, tag match. Oh, what about the Saya Momokogo defeating Rina, <laughs> Hina, and Ami Saray. Yeah, that's great. We'll start with the future of stardom title match because that we you, much like a stardom pay per view, you get to start off with a great five minute banger on the greatness of Hanan. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I do want to talk, say real quickly about that six woman tag match is that since it was sort of a bunch of people in that mini five star qualifying tournament series oh, thing, yes. it was nice because I, I feel like every single person was kind of just like trying even harder to showcase yeah. themselves. So I thought it was a good sort of match in that way. Yeah, it was. Uh, Momo Kogo got a win. So that was cool. I, I like Momo Kogo. I really enjoy Momokoko. Very likable. Very uh she's very she's obviously still green in some ways, but she does a lot of uh cool things. She has a good forearms, solid drop kick, does a six one nine, does a springboard drop kick. So, you know, she's got a she got a cool thing there. She just gotta um you know, clean clean it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean she, she's she's in that she's in that tier of wrestler, right? So it's you know yeah. She got time. Future She's still a junior wrestler. Exactly. Future stardom title match. Hanan defeated Raka uh, in five minutes and thirty seconds. Um, Hanan. Hanan. Sorry, gets you, me amped every time. I, I mean, do we come onto this podcast, Scotty, and and say again? how great Hanan Hanan is. I mean, do we, I think we do. I think we do. I think it has to happen. I mean, have we, have we done it every, credit. I think we've done it every single, every single show <laughs> we've covered. With I Hanan. think we have, I think yeah. every time stardom as a pay-per-view, I think we do, but to be fair, I'm going to give a lot of credit to another, uh, you know, rookie junior or whatever future, um, yes. star later. So it's only fair that we give credit to Hanan because, you know, she's kind of been the face of that division for a little bit now. Uh, you, you come to just expect these really fun opening matches. Obviously, they're not going to be, you know, match of the year contenders. They're not going to be the best match on the show, but they do the job. They're really entertaining. They're a hell of a way to start off the card. Yep. It's free on YouTube if anyone wants to check it out, by the yeah. way. It's only like five minute match. Um, and they're just really entertaining. And Hanan just gets it. She just gets it. Uh, she's going to be a really, really good talent. It, this is this is the, and I was going to say this later, but I'll just say it now. Stardom's like, obviously they're like this runaway train right now where no one's stopping them. Yeah. It's, just, it's just not happening. And they're on fire. But the scariest part is like, if you look at all wrestling promotions, few promotions have as healthy and an, as exciting of a future Mm-hmm. as stardom does with their talent like it's with, incredible with with their core talent yeah right because because like new japan's very exciting right now but a lot of it is because the international people are coming in where we all got super tired of their core talent stardom yeah. took that core talent and made it even more exciting yeah and then they have another 
batch of core talent, which are all still young, that are like, oh, well, they're going to be like main eventers and superstars. And we're not even talking about the Azumis and Starlight Kids of the world who are, you know, like 20 and 19. We're talking about Hanan. We're talking about, you know, Rena and all these other talents that in five, 10 years, they're going to be the ones at the helm. And they're going to continue this runaway train because I just don't see anything slowing down. That's great. But Hanan's going to lead the way. Yeah, I also feel like Hanan uh, has improved a lot between this match and her first match against Ruwaka. Mm. Where, whereas... She's tried a lot of new stuff in that one. She's improved so much where she's... This, this is going to sound crazy, maybe. But she has improved so much where... Before I thought it was a really good match between Ruaka and Hanan and the in the when Hanan won the title, but now I thought the match was a little bit weaker because yeah. Hanan was so good that Ruaka looked a little bit worse. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. I'm with you. Actually, a hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, very good match. Of course, Hanan wins. Uh, she ties Utami's record of six defenses. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame though, because, uh, now, uh, after the match, we realized that she's just going to tap out, uh, and lose the title, uh, next go around. So I stinks. can't stand you. Stinks. <laughs> stinks. Inaba. Yes. Everyone's very excited. Inaba's, uh, if there was a talent that Stardom was going to sign in the future, um, obviously just tap out. It's more of a kind of like a training company it's not really like a company you just spend your life in yeah obviously like micah came from there for the people that don't know sure um, sure so, also came from there right sure no sure came from here there and everywhere she she mm-hmm. she's she was in the ufc she's wrestled for a decade like she's done everything i thought she was in just tap at at some point though she might have wrestled the match and just tap that out, might be true but not thinking of my, my point my point, nonetheless, Inaba's great. Uh, that could be the best match of the brain, which is saying a lot. Should be the best match of the brain. Stardom also announced two more shows upcoming in Nagoya, uh, the 23rd and the 24th, Stardom and Showcase Volume 1, and Stardom Midsummer Champions. So get ready for that. Yeah, I have no idea what this showcase thing is. They didn't they give me any information. No, it... So I'm just going to act like I don't know. I'm just going to say and make a, a shoot out there guess. It's going to be like new blood, but it's going to be instead of like new younger talent. Yeah. It's going to be like a bunch of the crazy part. It's back to back days, back to back days. Yes. And in, in the Goya. So that's going to be interesting. That's definitely going to be interesting. So we got fighting in the top new blood three midsummer champions, Starman showcase volume one. And of course the five star all around the corner, yeah. baby. <sighs> Uh, opening up the uh, the show as well, we got a six-woman tag match. Prominent Suzu Suzuki, Akane Fujita, and Moki Natsumi uh, defeated Cosmic Angels, Mina Shirakawa, Unagi Sayaka, and Waka Sukayama with Suzu opening Waka with a German suplex. I enjoyed this match greatly because I thought Waka impressed me a lot because a lot of this match was her just getting the shit kicked out of her. Uh, and so I thought she actually did pretty good. There was a move that I, I Waka did that it was like she like kind of like picked up a person and then like spun them out in a weird way. I'm trying to I don't know how to describe it perfectly, but it was a very interesting move that I have not seen before that Waka did that was very intriguing to me. 
but otherwise Wakanda, it was she did a very innovator. yeah she she's an innovator <laughs> truly uh but she did a very good job in my part uh in, in my viewing of you know getting the shit kicked out of her and <laughs> she did a really good job of selling all that Wakanda's won everyone S- over. selling all that it was probably more uh <laughs> real than anything I was going to say, yeah, getting her ass kicked. She posted a picture yesterday on Twitter with, like, her entire face, like, beaten to, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's uh, she's won everyone over. She, like, when she wins, whenever she wins, wherever she wins, it's going to be a legitimately big moment. It's going to be very cool. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the match was fun. Suzu. Suzu, right? Oh, I think Scotty froze. I think that's what just happened. Uh, oh, is he there? Scott, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, God. He froze. Do you want to leave the Zoom call and come back in, or do you want to call it? Just yeah, say that's it's fine. fine. I'll leave and then come back. All right. All right. Can I? Do we have something? Oh, wait. Let me do get rid of this. Nope. That's the wrong thing. Here we go. I'm still here. Hey, yo. Uh, yeah. So while Scott is getting back in, there you go. He's back in. Um, we're going to talk about next the high speed title match. Azme defeated Tekla in 7 minutes and 21 seconds with, uh, it says here, numero uno. Know, that's fun. Yeah, that's her finish. That's her submission finish, the one that you like where she just absolutely destroys a person's arm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, what do you think of the finisher in, uh, in uh, Dragon Gate, I believe. I think that's where she took it from. Uh, what I think about it, I thought it was very good. Uh, Tekla, yeah, she continues to be very good. Uh, this will be right there probably with her Mayu match for some as her best match. I thought Mayu's match. Is, yes, Tekla, yes. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought Tekla's match with Mayu was still better. Agreed. Um, Agreed. It didn't get to that point that I wanted, but it was still a very solid high-speed title match. Um, Azumi's on another level right now. Tekla in that high-speed. I really thought she was going to win, but I'm ha- I'm happy she didn't. Because I think there's different ways to go. I think Azumi should keep that title as the bearer of that division right now with all the new talent that are dipping in, obviously, as we saw after this. Mm-hmm. And I think Tekla can challenge for tag titles and challenge for all these other titles because she has that range. So I think it's actually beneficial to have Tekla lose. Yeah. Um, and they had a really entertaining match because they're entertaining wrestlers. And Tekla did blame Great Okan for the loss actually uh she said as soon as i saw him i couldn't stop thinking of that picture that i saw on twitter so that's actually who i lost <laughs> i mean i agree with her i completely agree with tecla there yeah no uh she's i agree she's she is sort of the like the swiss army knife uh so far where she can kind of just do a lot of different things very well yeah uh um, she's like natsupoi yeah yeah yeah, yeah. natsupoi does the same uh, and you know, for her first foray in this company in the high speed division, I thought she did a fairly good job. Um, yeah. uh, there's yeah, just a very good job from her. There's nothing I really re- remember distinctly from it, but uh, I just know that I, it was a very good job. I did she's about to enter thing. her sixth month with the company, like that's yes. how she's done so much already. Yeah, she's been all she's been all over the place the tag division, the high speed division, the regular singles competition. Um, so she's been everywhere. So I think she's doing a good job. And I think that is something that they need uh, another person like that. Um, so I think that's completely a good thing for high, for the high speed for stardom. Um, after the match, Momokogo uh, answered Ozme's open challenge. So it looks like we're going to get uh Ozme versus Momokogo 
uh, next for the high speed title. Yeah, Momo Kogo won't be winning. <laughs> I want to have a much. I won't see as much drama in that one as I did with this one. But I'm very interested to see how Momo Kogo does as someone that yeah. in, as someone that is intrigued by Momo Kogo. I am intrigued to see how she does in that title match. That's, yeah. that's her biggest spot yet, right? So, oh yeah, you kind of oh, yeah. see how that plays out. Um, uh, next up, we got the SWA World Championship match. It was Mayu Utani, of course, from Japan, defending her title against <laughs> anyone else not in Japan. And that is, of course, Fuki and Death, who is, of course, uh, an alien. Yes, of course. Very much an alien. Very. Was, was this match the best Fuki and Death match you've ever seen in your life? As in that iteration of. Kaori Oniyama, as an in, in Fukigen Death. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. Great. yeah. Yeah. Um, she, uh, the best part, because you never really know when she's Fukigen Death, obviously, is like, is she going to embrace how good she is actually as a wrestler? Or, or is she just going to do a comedy? The, or on the reverse, they, Mayu was like, oh, I'm going to take a day off and just do comedy. Yeah. And then she embraced, she embraced how good she can be. Uh, she did a chaos theory <laughs> roll through German and it popped me out of my freaking seat at like 5 a.m. Uh, <laughs> she then went for the moonsault. And the best part is they got a great picture where she's doing the death thing while doing the moonsault. She has her hands up like this. And I'm like, you're a freaking you're you're just what a talent. What a what a legend. Uh, it was really entertaining. A lot of fun. Um, pretty much all you could ask for from it, because obviously when you see Fukigen death, you're like, oh, well, I don't expect, you know, a great match here, even though she can put one on. And uh, I thought we had a really entertaining, really fun match. Exactly what you want to start off the defense. It worked very well and it was a good undercard match. Yeah. I thought um, it was a uh, fairly good. It was definitely like very much exceeded my expectations. And I think yeah. everyone can agree with that is that we were not expecting like, whoa, shit, <laughs> we could get death coming out here and <laughs> pulling off like <laughs> wicked ass chaos theories and, and moon salts and all this shit. No one was expecting that. So very good job. Uh, that tombstone pile driver finish and moon salt felt like overkill, uh, but it was great. Hey. I love it. Sometimes Mayu just says death. Fukigen. Death. Fukigen death. Yeah, sometimes she just gets pissed off and is like, oh, okay, you want to try? Yeah, here, boom, bam. Did she need to do more than the pile driver? Maybe not. Maybe not, but she did because she felt like it. I don't blame her. Um, a special tag match up next. It was uh, the team name listed here is the White Knights. Is that true? We got the White Knights. Yeah, that is, their, that is the name that they came up with. That's very interesting. Uh, Tam Nakano versus and and Kai and Kyrie uh, defeated the team of Utami Hayashishi and Miyu Amasaki. Uh, what do you this? What do you think about this match? What do you think of Miyu Amasaki in this match? This match was great. I actually rewatched this match before going to bed last night because there was a lot of different pieces to it and where they were going with it. You have three titans. Okay, you have three titans of stardom here. You have Kyrie, an all-time great of the promotion, obviously. Yep. You, you know, she her name is bigger than anyone's. You have Tam Nakano and Utami Hayashida, 
who led the company last year in their biggest year yet, right, as the top champions. And then you have Miyu Amasaki, a wrestler who has under 20 matches to her name. Yeah. She is a as rookie as can get. She debuted at New Blood 1 in the main event against Utami Hayashida. Shishida. Mm-hmm. She hasn't wrestled in a month. Mm-hmm. There are so many factors here. So many factors. But somehow, with three Titans like that, the main story, the main star of this was Miyu Amasaki. They did their job to make the rookie mm-hmm. feel like such a star just by surviving an onslaught that was almost ridiculous at times. And if you saw the video on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and, and obviously there is so much credit deserved for all three of them, especially Tam and Kyrie, who did what they had to do to make her a star, but they even had Miu fight back. Mm-hmm. They had Miu show fire. Obviously, all of her moves aren't perfected yet. She, she's not supposed to be that good yet, move wise. Of course, she could take she could take a beating, and she can show you have empathy for her, and that is how you create a star. She is going, you know. They when they had they have this great picture that they took with Utami doing her pose and Miyu doing her pose. And it's like, wow, that's that's the present uh face of the company and potentially the future face of the company right there. Boom, boom. Because obviously Miyu Amasaki is going to be their their star. They they they're not really holding back on it. Uh she, she had to miss a month. Um and her match, while yes, it was Kyrie's return match, was also her return match in every respect. Mm-hmm. And it 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 checked all the boxes. It checked all the boxes of where you wanted to, what you wanted to accomplish. Kyrie was fucking great again. You know, was, this was maybe her best performance. I mean, she's only had three matches. It, but I thought this was her best overall performance of being Kyrie. Be be setting up Kyrie versus. Uh, Amasaki definitely made Kyrie look like a monster. <laughs> just, yeah, just like oh shit, she's beating. And because it, it was, it was a lot of just that idea of it, it very. Uh, in in the sense that it was like it was very like Suzuki like in a way of like I'm just gonna beat you down and you have to get up. <laughs> yeah, and, and just kind of yeah. just keep. I'm just gonna keep yeah. doing it. Yeah, I, it's funny because someone made a good point to me. It's like it's it's weird when Tommy's the least important part of a match. Well, you know, I the, but the, she did her job so well. I was about to say <laughs> is that she did a very good job, and what I did like about it is that it positioned the match positioned her in the way of like, well, you know, she just got confirmed as the new leader of Queen's Quest, so. Yeah. Have you ha, try do your best and showcase like you are helping me? You kind of lead her through the match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think that that uh, Utami did that role very well. We got to see Utami and Kyrie face off for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. You know, Utami has the rose and gives it to Kyrie, and she's like, "What the fuck is this? What what are you doing? Get the get that out of here." Get they the fight. Shit they wrestle out of my a little. Way. <laughs> uh, Tam and Tommy do their crap, which is always great because they're, you know, 
throwing each other from one side of the ring to the other with German suplexes. Uh, and then it comes down to the Yamasaki, which you had the spinning backfest heard around the world. Uh, <laughs> ever, there was multiple people quote tweeting that tweet that I, I tweeted. I was just like sound on. Yeah. And they were like, I'm sitting uh thigh slap in here. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. That was, uh, that was full contact. That was, <laughs> she didn't miss. And then I was talking, she's like, dead perfectly yeah. because obviously that's how you would feel when you got hit by it i don't know what and then made a great a, insane elbow i don't know what made a louder noise that uh uh spinning back fist or the oh the kendo stick the kendo stick made more noise because that was more of like oh, oh my yeah. god why did you do that but yeah. yeah this uh this match was really good because it did the job exactly what you wanted it to do uh it's so nice to have Kyrie back very nice another Get, getting to remember that she's back. And after the match, the challenge was put down. Kyrie versus Utami is happening. Yes, at some point, somewhere. Don't know when, don't but know, it's going to happen. Don't know when, don't know how, but eventually. We'll get well, that's all that matters because that is, that is right now your biggest match. And after that, it's Julia versus Utami because we never get to see them do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have the goddesses. Goddesses. Go- so here's the thing. So we have this conversation. Say, goddess is a goddess. It's goddess. So that's what's it's confusing good. is that I've also seen that it's called the artist singular of star. Yeah. Why yeah. is that singular? But the other one's goddesses. It's goddess. Are you sure? Yeah. Anyways, got cage match. Got cage match listed as the goddesses of stardom and then the artists of stardom titles. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. I'm going crazy. It sounds like you can pick whatever you want. Okay. Sure. You can pick whatever you want. Whatever makes you feel comfortable, Brian. That's this right. is a safe space for you. I appreciate that. Uh, we had the right. goddesses of stardom title match. It was Hazuki and Kagama uh, defending their titles against Julia and my Sakurai. With Kagama pinning Sakurai after a diving body press. It's actually Mini Hameka, thank you. Because she looked just like her, but it, she did. She did. It looks like if you put uh, a honey, I shrunk the kid scenario on Hameka, yeah. you would have gotten uh, my Sakurai. Yeah. Yeah. Good look. She looked she, she looked, looked like a wrestler. It, she yes. looked good. Good look. It was a, um, that 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 uh that uh the new hair, the new wardrobe, good makeover for my Sakurai. This was my Sakurai's probable best match to be involved in to date i mean she looked competent in there she didn't have any bad spots i thought she no. uh she did her job i think uh, a lot a lot of it was focused new confidence new confidence yeah. that made her do a little yeah bit. i was it was the first match where i watched it i was like wow one she didn't mess up but she actually she felt confident as she wrestled. Maybe the new look helped that. Being with julia probably helps because you know julia julia kind of radiates in terms of confidence, like it's hard to not gain confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it was focused on Hazuki and Julia because they just wanted to kill each other because of reasons, uh, which, you know, fit, fits the mold, right? Fits the mold. Uh, a lot of it was also about Koguma getting the win back because obviously the reason they have this match is because my Sakurai pinned Koguma. So, yeah, match match was good. Uh, gonna, not going to be the best defense of fwc's run not the best tag team match of fwc's run but probably one of if not the best match of my sakurai's run so far because obviously there isn't that many to pick from 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then obviously after the match, after the whole breakdown of the match, we got uh, Julia and Hizuki just uh, kind of slapping, slapping each other a little bit, getting ready. Yeah, I, I, and ready I for think five star. Yeah, I think Hizuki wanted to legitimately kill Julia. She just when they won, she was just like pissed the whole time. I was like, oh god, oh god, these mm-hmm. two are gonna keep them away from each other, but also don't because we want the we want the war, we want the fight. But yeah, soon they, they teased a lot of big matches on this show. Yeah, this this show, uh, Flashing Champions was the kind of show where it was just sort of uh, it, it was a stepping stone to newer, yeah. new ideas, new. Matches, the crazy so. idea with Flashing Champions is like everyone I was talking to people about this. It's like definitely a beast. They they didn't give away a single big match. They didn't give away a single one. I think of the major matches that they have in their arsenal, mm-hmm. they didn't give away one but they still had what a lot of people are calling their favorite show of the year from them. So that's just, again, credit to how deep their roster is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Completely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the artist of stardom title championship. Uh, it was Oedo Tai, Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid and Momo Watanabe defeating the longtime reigning Micah Himika Natsupoi. Um, with Saki Kashima getting the win pinfall over Natsupoi. Yeah, it was a little predictable. Yeah. For me. Um, great match. Great match. Uh they they the Natsupoi Mika Hameka reign was very good. Uh, I thought this was probably their best match. Saki Kashima had one of the best performances of her career, let alone yeah. of her year. She was awesome in this match and i was really focused on her mm-hmm. so that was really cool um it was kind of like an emotional moment when she got to get a title because obviously she's been around for a very long time uh she's had titles before but her getting to get that belt get that win for her team was really good uh, i've seen some people call this the best artist match in a while um it's probably up there it was really good um, really entertaining. Oedo Tai is hitting on all cylinders, and Saki getting the win was cool. Yeah, it was definitely when I uh, was watch when I was watching the match. You definitely when like you know they're doing the handing over the titles. I definitely got the sense of like I think we're changing hands here. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it's very interesting. You know, Saki Kashima. You know, kind of built her up a little bit more in the Cinderella tournament. Uh, got her into this spot here. Um, yeah, we do a cup of coffee of Starlight Kid and Momo with the goddesses of stardom ta- titles, tag team titles, and then they uh, become all group up as a team and win the artists of stardom after the long reigning uh, Micah, Himika, and Natsupoi. What is it? Uh, Nat, my, my, Mahime Boy. Mahime Boy, there it is. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so uh, it is what it is the shame about this whole match, uh, Scotty, is that. Uh, presumably, uh, the their the outfits for Micah Himika and Natsupoi will never be seen again. Uh, and that, yeah, they're gone. And, and to me, that's the the true shame is the uh, specific tag team outfits for the three of them. This is the first time uh, DDM won't have titles in their faction since I think it's like three weeks into their time mm-hmm. in Stardom. Yeah. That's that's a dynasty right there. Dynasty over. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Because Shuri left. Shuri left. 
Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Sayaka Matani defended her title against Mirai, of course, the Cinderella Tournament winner. Uh, so uh, Sayaka Matani successfully held off the, the tournament winner. Scotty, you predicted this. That this be the case. Mirai not getting the win here. But uh, what a match this was. Uh, boy, oh boy, did they make me think I was going to be wrong, though. Oh, <laughs> yep. When Mariah hit her, uh, I forget, I always forget what it's called, but the spinning, like, uh, driver that she, that her finisher. When yes. she hit her finisher, I was like, holy fuck, okay. <laughs> and then Sai kicked out, I was like, mm-hmm. I, 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 it was like that edge of your seat thing. You're like, oh, boy, okay, here we go. It happened. But that was after, obviously, she missed the Phoenix Splash, and you're like, oh. She doesn't, she doesn't miss the feet. If she misses the Phoenix Splash, she usually doesn't hit it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they they made they made you believe. They made you believe the title's going to uh, change. Uh, Mirai just had the performance of her career so far. Yeah. Uh, Saya Kamatani continued what has been an undeniably great title reign. Um, yeah, you had that great uh, single-leg crab moment in the match where Mariah was just pleading and, you know, going and trying to reach and get out of it. It was, Saya does a lot of crazy shit, but when she does the simple things like that, it's like, man, you know, she's, she's just really good. Uh, The drama was there. Saya did that like Trent Beretta back bump on top of the turnbuckle thing that Trent does, but she didn't take it as like an upper back bump. She like specifically took it on her head. I was like, Saya, what are you doing? Yeah, that was terrifying. Uh, This match was very good. Uh, Very, very good. A great, just dramatic title match. Um, It was, it was, the ending was correct because Saya has so many other uh, matches in front of her, including the one that they set up that I've been waiting for. So it was a win, 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 win all around. Every everyone won. Mariah wins, even without winning. Uh, it's another building block in her growth because she will get to that moment. Uh, but now she has you know these two major losses to her, and she'll have to balance back. Yeah, you kind of mentioned and alluded to there is that uh, the person after the match that uh, challenged Sayakamatani was Starlight Kid. Um, uh, so that match, Scott. there might. Whew, not be a better combo in terms of I am so excited. chemistry. So excited. Like chemistry wise, the only like thinking off the top of my head of matches well, Shuri and Utami don't count. We're not talking about them. <laughs> they don't count. Yeah. That's a different level. They, a different level. The only other chemistry that might be better that we've you know kind of seen a little bit might be where we're going in the world of stardom title picture mm-hmm. just based off of what happened last year in a certain five-star final mm-hmm. so it's like fuck yeah let's do this 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 match is massive this match is huge another dramatic match because i could i could truly see Starlight like kid get the dub yeah that it's a very it's a very interesting match because it's not only do you have like Starlight kid but you have a bunch of people in the wings you have the white knights you know that their whole yeah, thing is because of the white belt. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different, a lot. There's a lot of stuff. It. I don't know. There's always challenges for the red belt, but it feels like there's a lot of stuff happening surrounding the white belt, which is very yeah. Ah, uh, can't wait. 
That's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait. Starlight Kid and Sayaka Matani. That is, that's a Ryan Aichi special right there. That's a, that's they're going to do some shit. That's a, that's a circle on the calendar of like, I don't know. I've seen people toss out uh match of the year contender already. It hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> that doesn't even, don't, no date announced. Just, <laughs> they just need to stand in there. Yeah. And they can stare. Yeah. Be done. Be like, all right, take my money. Oh, I can't wait. Um, World of Stardom Championship match. Shuri defeating Risa Sarah. Uh, we all kind of knew that. By TKO. Not the surprise that I thought of a lot of people with how good this match was. I was like, well, I think a lot of people doubted what Risa Sarah can do because obviously she's a deathmatch wrestler. That's kind of her shtick. Uh, but they played to their stipulations. That's what they that's what they did. Obviously, it's knockout or submission. Obviously, there's no count out. So how do you play to that? You have a very physical, very much enduring match where Shuri kind of has to survive the onslaught. And this is the first time you saw weakness in Shuri. Really, I think at all. You know, the only weakness maybe was against Julia, but this was like, okay, we're going to brutalize Shuri. We're going to beat the crap out of Shuri, which doesn't happen a lot. And, you know, you have the baseball swing around the world where Shuri's head gets drilled by the kendo stick after Risa Sarah nails Daichi with the stick to get him out of the ring, the referee. And it's like, Oh, I'm, I was so invested in this, despite, you know, obviously there's not a title change happening. I thought Risa Sarah did great. I thought the match was great. I really loved it. Another, another feather in the cap of what I called a, I forget, maybe it wasn't for them, but either way. Oh no, that was for stardom overall. I said, uh, their hat now looks like a peacock because they have so many feathers in the cap. Uh, but just just fantastic uh, work here. Just very physical. Exactly what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great, great what was stuff. Your, what was your face when uh, the kendo stick thing happened? Well, I saw the gif on Twitter uh, before okay. I saw the match, and but my face was still, oh, <laughs> yo, boy. Ah, man. I don't like, I like it, it's not a chair shot to the head, but it's definitely not any better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Shuri! What? we? Why are we agreeing to these sort of things? It looked Shuri's badass kinda, as hell, but holy uh, shit, Shuri's kind of crazy. Kind of. She in the same match. She also did that. Uh, that that new blood bump that she took. The uh, yeah, she did do that, didn't she? No, she really. Yeah, she. She didn't hold back. Sure, she didn't hold back. Sherry, what are you doing, my girl? She took a lot of. She took a beating. It was great. Uh, great thought, show overall. I thought this match was great. Uh, just really, really great match. Uh, Shuri is just unstoppable, and I love Shuri so much. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of interested to see where we go from here. Um, you know, is well, this, you have your answer. Well, I guess we do have our answer. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm just sort of uh, interested to see. We have we have our first. Huh. Maybe the title could change. Maybe the title could change. This is the first time in the Shuri reign that like we legitimately have that thought. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, the challenger is Momo Watanabe. Mm-hmm. The very excited stardom fans, everyone just kind of were like, holy shit, it's happening. I said the same thing. I literally said, oh my God, it's happening. I don't think it's going to change. Momo? No. Probably not. No, no, I don't think it's changing. I, I think the five star winner is winning because that, because obviously the five star, uh, person challenges for the belt and you don't want to you probably don't want to switch right before that i'm just saying this is the first time we actually have someone mm-hmm. that will add that drama to mm-hmm. a match i don't think the title changes but it should be a great match because the final from last year's five star was one of my favorites of the year so oh yeah can't wait oh yeah cannot wait for we could talk about brit Ress. yes uh, well, before we talk about Brit rest, we're actually going to talk about, um, uh, b- b- uh, I believe, Boston rest. I believe. No, uh, no, it's not Boston. It's Illinois. Rosemont, Illinois rest. Because we're going to be talking a little quick little preview of next week's show. Hell in a Cell. WWE's oh. Hell in a Cell. In a Cell. At the Allstate Arena. Sold out. A sold out show. Good job on them. You got to give them props for having a, a, a crap. Who's a draw? Who's the draw? It's not Roman Reigns. It looks like the guy on top. Not Roman Reigns. It's the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. You know, it could also be Seth freaking Rollins. All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Come on, though. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) Hell in a Cell happening next week. They only have four matches announced so far, so I'm sure there's going to be more. uh, Are they all good? Well, let's talk about it. Uh, First up... (laughs) MVP and almost versus Bobby Lashley. They are not all good. Thank you for answering my question. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> not the fans. Oh, God. Uh, I, I what hate are we doing here. I don't, I don't know, man. It's confusing. Uh, MVP and almost versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I don't know what, what we're doing here with that. I don't know why. I cannot believe that this 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 rivalry <laughs> is still going on for three months. Well, um, it's funny because wasn't the didn't the match just happen? Because it's like, ah, oh, Bobby's this match, match has happened twice <laughs> now. Yeah, it's, but now didn't it's a it originally happen? Was that whatever? Yeah, didn't it originally happen because Bobby just needed a match? Uh, at like WrestleMania, kind of, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just kind of. And now it's still going. Uh, yeah, it's it's impossible. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel will finally get the culmination of that feud. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel, of course, feuding over whether or not it's actually Elias or actually his brother Ezekiel. Um, so you never know. Okay. No thoughts on uh, Kevin Owens? Ezekiel will win. Great. Great. Awesome. Yeah, Happy this... Ultimate Warrior 2.0 is going to win. How do they have him dressed? He's probably not as bad of a person. WB Raw women's title match. <laughs> of course, this match was probably going to be Naomi versus Bianca Belair, but instead it's now. It's better. Bianca oh, Belair. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You're getting canceled, my friend. Uh, well, it, I mean, it's better probably because. Am it, I getting canceled? I'm no, just talking about I don't, match. I don't quality. think. I don't think you're. Dis- I don't think most people disagree with by saying that Bianca Belair versus Naomi is a little bit worse than Bianca Belair versus Becky versus Asuka. 
I don't think that's a crazy opinion. No, I don't think so either. Uh, but that's what we're getting. Bianca versus Becky versus Asuka. Of course, this came about when uh, uh, Asuka and Becky Lynch, because a six-pack challenge didn't happen, Becky Lynch and Asuka ended up having a, a number one contenders match of Asuka winning. Then the next week, Becky Lynch uh, had another match of Asuka, where if... That's uh, the if, end of that if, match happened. It's if, hilarious. If bad. Becky Lynch won that match, then she gets added. And so really made the whole whole situation null and void. But there we go, triple threat. Should be good. Yay. Yeah, well, it should be good. Uh, if WWE does like one, two, three, maybe like three things right, and usually multi-man matches are one of the things. Uh, multi-woman matches, multi-person matches. Um, so, yeah, it should be good. Uh, Bianca wins, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think we'll get anything differently there. Um, and of course, the big uh, money drawing match here: Hell in a Cell match, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins three, now happening in the cell. This, we all someone's listening to our show. I know. I saw that. Jason Hodge, <laughs> shout out. Um, <laughs> uh, so we all expected Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins three to be happening. Uh, some people thought that they would have done the Cody Rhodes WBEism, the WB booking of having him lose the second match. Instead, Cody Rhodes won. Seth Rollins still wants the win, and now we're getting it. Does Seth finally get that win over Cody, or does Cody beat him out three in a row and then move on to uh, some other schmuck? <laughs> uh, I think Cody beats him. I do. I think Cody beats him. I think Cody. It's hell in a cell, so you got to finish the feud here. Um, I think it'll be a great match. I think their first two matches have been really good, mm-hmm. and I think they'll be able to figure out the hell in a cell thing. I wonder if Cody's going to be able to keep himself from trying to bleed, though, because, you know, Mr. I need to bleed in every single one of my matches. It's not allowed, but he might. You know, they're kind of just saying yes to everything Cody does. They have a damn timer on when he's showing up nowadays. So he might he might be able to get really whatever he wants. If that's the case, then congratulations to him. Uh, should be a great match. Cody wins. Good main event for this show, I think. Oh, yeah. Definitely should be good. Uh, if there's ever going to be blood in this feud, it's going to be now. Um, should be should be good. Uh, you know, what do you expect in these sort of matches? How do you how do you book these sort of matches? I just think it's going to be good. There's going to be uh, if they get to the level of Edge versus Rollins last year in their steel cage, mm-hmm. then it's a job well done. I think it's possible. I mean, it's Hell in a Cell match. I mean, and Cody's a better wrestler now than Edge was at that time. So yeah, yeah, he's more he's selling out pay per views, <laughs> unlike Edge. <laughs> Damn right. The judgment day ain't selling out shit. <laughs> All they're doing is making me shut the TV off. Mm-hmm. Dang. Just kidding. I never turned it on for Raw anyways. Any- <laughs> anyways, I guess that's our Hell in a Cell preview. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you know... I did you know that I didn't realize when we were like prepping the show and everything. And I was like, oh, let me grab the uh, the the card from WWE.com, you know, just because Cage Match doesn't really update. So I was like, let me get the most updated one. I saw there that there's also a takeover this happen happening this Saturday, NXT in your house this Saturday as well. Not going to preview it, but just kind of want to talk about how 
in the dirt NXT is, and I had no, literally, no clue. I don't think I've seen a single graphic for it online. Zero idea that NXT had a show this Saturday. It was the hottest thing year and a half, two years ago, and now it's like I don't even know what's happening. I've never heard these shows once. Uh, It's insane. Yeah, NXT's trash. <laughs> uh it's trash it's bad um they've ruined a lot of good from it obviously i will say i will say i don't um, i don't really watch it anymore i did try to watch xc 2.0 for a good while there but they got some talents hey they got some talents down there uh whether it be uh, a couple indie stars remaining or the athletes that they're working with to become stars. Like you got the Braun Breakers, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Tiffany Stratton's pretty good. Uh, I don't, I really have no fucking clue who she is. Um, I just know she's like, I don't, I think, she, I don't know if she's daddy's girl anymore. Not I just remember that was really, I believe now she's, right. she's sort of semi dating Grayson Waller. Oh, that's weird. Uh, okay, well, she's she's pretty solid for someone that has wrestled probably 10 matches in her career. Uh, I think she's playing, facing Roxy in the main, uh, the, ter- the finals of the breakout tournament that they're doing. Uh, I think she's called Roxanne Perez now. Yep. But there's something, I think, that I'll probably... I might watch that match. I don't know when it's happening, but I might watch it. But yeah, NXT is in the mud. In the fucking mud. Though the matches that you t- well no Joe Gacy's in it and yeah it walk uh, off Bray Wyatt's ass it was Joe Gacy versus um, Braun Breaker Braun Breaker um, Cameron Grimes versus Carmella Hayes right yep that should be good that's not bad and then Pretty Deadly versus the Creeds oh that could be good too the Creeds are like so unorganized in their matches that they're really good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. (laughs) It's so intense that it's like, yeah, this fucking rules. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it's a shame. (laughs) I have no idea who Pretty Deadly are still, but I just know that they've had tag team titles in both NXT promotions now. Yeah, um, yeah, Pretty Deadly are a, a team. And that's they're pretty. It's pretty just really, you know, it's just, you know, maybe I do want MJF and WWE so I can care about this company more. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. No, I just, I just, how did you not take my cell on the, um, um, uh, all right, moving on. Rev Pro <laughs> Epic Encounter. Yeah. Rev Pro Epic Encounter. Uh, show happened what last sunday or last monday i believe and then the- they did not have an epic encounter like we all hoped no there were a couple things that ended up happening that uh that the epic encounterness didn't really happen jeff cobb couldn't make it he did was able to make it to las vegas so i don't know and then of course will osprey suffering from a, a, a kidney issue I, I don't remember if it was an infection or not viva las vegas sorry uh so a little bit of a situation there with Will Ospreay. So uh, hopefully he gets better and uh, he can recover. He's missing a bunch of bookings, so that stinks. But, um, you know, hopefully he gets better. Um, Want to talk about Rev Pro? Yeah. All right. Well, we start off the show with the Rev Pro Undisputed British Cruiserweight Championship match. Michael Oku 
versus Connor Mills, tag team partners. Um, now, turn, oh, I watched this. Good. Uh, <laughs> were you unsure? I didn't watch the whole show. Oh, oh well, how much of the show do you see? I watched five matches. Okay. Did you watch the main One event? I'm scrolling. I'm All scrolling right. as we speak. All right. Well, basically, I'll talk about it first. Um, very good opening match between Mills and Oku. Um, you know, of course, Oku, you know, ended up having the main event match against with Suzuki as well. Um, I like the main event match more. Uh, I thought Suzuki and Oku worked better t- together than... Weirdly enough, tag team partners, Mills and Oku. Um, I thought the match was good. There was a lot of insane crap that they did, um, uh, which was very exciting. Uh, you know, but I wasn't, I didn't fully get invested into this match. Um, a little too long for me personally, but otherwise I thought it was very good. Um, it was a very good match all around between Mills and Oku. Scotty, what do you think of it? Kind of felt like an indie fuck match. At uh, times, like, right? Yeah, they just did a lot of stuff. None of it, none of it had a lot of quality to it or like meaning. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it was a good match, but meh. Like, it, I, I, I didn't fully invest myself in it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just the whole thing of just, you know, kind of doing everything. Definitely really, there wasn't really much putting it all together that I feel like. Um, yeah. But, uh, Otherwise, well, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It was, you know, it's pretty good. Um, otherwise, a lot, of, like I said, a lot of insane crap in this match that the two men did. Who doesn't love them some insane crap? Yeah, a lot about a lot of Fosbury flops, uh, four fifty splashes. The only person I want to see do a Fosbury flop this past week was Ace Austin, baby. Mm-hmm. My God, sorry, we're not there yet. Not yet. Um, and then after the match, Mills snubbed off a, a handshake, um, kind of like, oh, maybe dissolution yes. of the tag team. Uh, eventually, we did see that they're still a team together, so that's all good. Um, we got a big old eight-man tag match. Lycos, Jim, Kid Lycos, and Kid Lycos 2, teaming up with Charlie Sterling and Nick Riley of the Smoking Aces against Shota Umino, Yoda, Yoda Suji, who are kind of a team in here, uh, and the Rev Pro Tag Team Champion, Sunshine Machine, Chuck Mumbo, and TK Cooper. They're teaming in uh, their tag league thing. Yeah, this this is sort of a uh, uh, Rev Pro British Tag League um, preview, Great British Tag League preview of all four of these teams uh, going to be in the tournament. Um, and of course, uh, it was all about, hey, can they all get along before the tournament? And the answer was no. I did not watch it. It was a pretty good match. Uh, a lot of a lot of fun stuff between all guys. Uh, the match devolved, however. When I believe it was uh, uh, T.K. Cooper and Shota Umino uh, uh, sort of getting into uh, getting, getting starting getting angry at each other, they started butting heads. Uh, uh, I believe it was when at some point um, T.K. Cooper gets blinded by something. I don't remember what it was, but then T.K. Cooper, because he's blinded, accidentally headbutts Yoda Suji. Which, you know, then creates Shota to come in and be like, what the hell, man? TK Cooper's trying to apologize. They end up getting in a shoving match. <laughs> Shota's like, screw this. German suplexes the guy. Uh, Mambo then gets a spinning face buster from Shota. Uh, I believe he gets something. Either way, eventually, Shota, Umino, and Yudasuji leave the ring. 
go to head to the back. It's just Sunshine Machine against four other guys. Uh, and they and they do a good job of trying to stay in it, but ultimately uh, don't. <laughs> and they get they get and they lose. So it's uh, a bunch of that nonsense. So, yeah, a uh, lot of uh, great British Tag League preview. Pretty good match. Anyways, moving on. Aaron Hernari <laughs> versus Ricky Knight Jr. I did not watch this. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, it was a good match. Uh, I thought Hernari looked pretty good here. Ricky Knight Jr. Um, he's very good. RKJ, Ricky Knight Jr., he's very good. Uh, I, I, every, everything is, he, he's coming along still, but he is, he is very good and he has a, he has a lot of prospect isms in him. So definitely be on the lookout uh, for Ricky Knight Jr. Down the stretch. Moving on. Robbie X versus Luke Jacobs. Did you watch this one, Mitch Scotty? No. <laughs> what did you watch on this show? I think I watched the rest of the show. God damn it. After this. Well, this match was actually really good. And this was one of my favorite matches on the entire show. Uh, Robbie X. This is the best Robbie X I've ever seen. The guy looks great. He's got himself in great shape. He, uh, you know, he's figured out sort of the acne situation, which, you know, as a guy that, you know, had to figure out their own acne situation, I respect the hard game to play. Uh, so good job, Robbie X, on that. It's all about the game and how you play it. Luke Jacobs during this match <laughs> gave me big, big Walter vibes. So, all uh, right. all right, that's enough. That's enough. You know, you know, no, no, no. you don't just toss out. You don't just toss Gunther's name out there like that. <laughs> I didn't toss okay? out Gunther's name. I tossed out Walter. That's Gunther, buddy. That's yeah. that's as Gunther as me. can be. Not to me, man. Not to me. <laughs> it's Never real will. to me, damn it. But yeah, very good match here. Highly, uh, to me, this is the match I'll be like, if you're going to see a match, definitely watch this match. It's very, very, very good. Maybe I don't want to. It was very much like if you watched <laughs> 10 years ago, if you watched like Pac versus Walter 10 years ago, maybe. Wow. Wow. That's what it that's... felt like. Which, I was gonna say that's high remarks, but then you said ten years ago. I was like, ah, well, not ah, now, ah. not not now. That's what I mean. It you know because Robbie X is very flippy and does a lot of the that old school Pac flippiness, you know, that he used to do. So yeah, Pac doesn't really do that now. So didn't wrestle. <laughs> yes. Uh, then we got Dan Maloney showing up. Uh, yeah, surprisingly, this match. Uh, My guy he, is he, back. He was uh, you know, not not expecting him to be in the match. Uh, he says he's the best guy in the ring, you know, you know, you know, wants to, you know, make everybody thinks that he's better than everybody else, I guess. Uh, he, he wanted his own epic encounter against Minoru Suzuki, but of course That's he gets interrupted by a returning Gabriel Kidd of a sporting a new hairdo. Uh, what do you think about this match and Gabriel Kidd's return to wrestling? I, I think Gabe Kidd's so good. He's so good. Uh, just he gets the little things happy he's back because obviously you know he had to fight the demons and all that stuff he had to leave and he had to leave when he was really felt like he was on top of his game like he was really getting there and I thought this was a great reintroduction for him obviously I would have liked his reintroduction to be in a new Japan ring mm -hmm. but really enjoyed this I don't think I've ever seen Maloney wrestle before mm -hmm. so I thought he impressed me. Really enjoyed the match. I, I'm happy Gabriel Kidd's back. Yeah, very happy. Uh, I I hope he is 
returning not just to return but returning with a head on his shoulders you know i, I mm-hmm. you know what i mean i i, I don't yeah. want to you know you know you never want to see people like leaving on and off because of those sort of mental health struggles right or or right. whatever other struggles people go through and it's tough as a fan of somebody to to stay stay with them and like you know there's a person yeah. coming up that that we kind of had that issue with before I was gonna say I was like the next the next match is kind of like the person you instantly think of when talking about this. Yeah, the same thing of Leo Rush is another guy I put up there, uh, just like kind of like leaving back Leo and forth. Hurt, okay, oh, I know, hurt. I know, but I'm sick of tired of being like I'm retiring. It's like God damn it, man. Okay, yeah, the retiring thing's a little extreme. It's like oh god, okay. just settle down. Uh, but yeah, very good. I I hope he is here to stay. I hope he's figured everything out mental health wise. Uh, this was a good match, good starter match to return. So hopefully we get uh, some more stuff. And he did that uh, belt motion Gabriel Kidd did after he won. Well, so. he, was, he was supposed to be facing Osprey at one time. That is Remember true. they did that challenge and then he left, so it never happened. That is true. So give me that match. Yeah, that's definitely a match that I think will happen in some Osprey, point. by the way, everybody, did not wrestle on the show, obviously, because of kidney infection. Yes. Rev Pro undisputed British women's title match. Kylie Ray versus Alec Windsor with Alex Windsor getting the win. So this was Alex? the Euro debut for Kylie Ray. What'd you think of her in this environment? I always forgot how much I enjoy her as a wrestler because mm-hmm. I don't see her on NWA because the um Are you telling me you're not gonna watch <laughs> Ginks the nope. Gimp or whatever his name is? Oh <laughs> what? There's a there's a wrestler on the roster. He's like his character is a gimp. Oh uh, Jesus! Uh, no, I'm not gonna watch that. What I am give me, gonna give me say a second. Though, I'll look it up. <laughs> I thought this was one of the better non Joshi women's matches I've seen this year. Not not at the top quality per se. It wasn't a Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Or a Charlotte versus Ronda from what was that pay per view? WrestleMania Backlash wasn't like that yes. level. Yes, wasn't that level. But I thought this was very solid. Alex Winters very good. Yep, I've been told about that for a while. This is the second match I've seen her in. The other one was against uh, TJPW Shoko Nakajima. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really solid. Someone that I will definitely check out more matches of. And Kylie's still very good. Uh, I am going to such a great baby face too, by the way. Yes. Uh, I'm going to, how am I going to do this? Can I DM you this? I don't know what you're trying to do. So I'm trying to send you a picture of gags. The the gimp gimp. gags. I'm so happy that gags. The gimp. You know what you should do? You should talk about the match and we, you should stop talking about gags again because no one cares about gags. Well, I guess it's oh, actually. no. I'm going to sneeze. Um, so, yes, this match is very good. I thought Kylie Ray looked really great here. Love love her to come back in the Rev Pro as well. Alex Windsor, she did a good job. She did a much better job in this match, I thought, than she did in the Charlie Evans match, which I was hoping would be a little bit better. But I think, you know, that, you know, Alex Windsor is coming off an injury. You know, she's still getting, she's still young, so she's still getting better. So I think this was a, a good person. Kylie Ray is very, very good, very, very great. 
um you know you, you like it you frustrates said. me how much i don't get to see her wrestle it does it does uh but it's like when you see her she is someone that we talk about this sometimes with other wrestlers um that she is someone that i believe elevates other people um to yeah. a higher a higher standard of wrestling um and so that is someone that you would love to have on your roster and obviously other issues have done that but hopefully it seem, does seem like, based on her Twitter presence, that Kylie Ray has gotten through that alcohol uh, substance abuse stuff. So it looks like she's gotten through that. So hopefully she continues fighting that, and uh, hopefully she can. Um, maybe she'll sign a contract somewhere. That'd be that'd be fun. I would love that. Yeah, that is an NWA. That is an NWA. Did you Supposedly t- she wants to wrestle Deanna soon on Impact to make to I don't know off on Impact, to, but to make up for that match that never happened forever ago. Ah uh, yes, ah uh, yes, that that match that happened forever. Ah yes, just turned the Paul Bearer over here. Maybe Paul Bearer, someone I don't know. Matt Hardy. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> what do you think I'm of the? I meant Matt Hardy, like when I said it. The Paul Bearer also does the. Oh yeah, whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm telling myself to shut the fuck up. By the way. Just wanna just wanna preface that. I wasn't saying that's right. I was saying that to myself. Did you, okay, did, I'm gonna stop. Do you click on the DM? Oh shit, I forgot about the gimp. How can you how could you? How could you ever forget? So I texted you, you send me. I texted oh it was a, it was a Discord from Discord, so I just sent you that. That was a real oh. graphic for an NWA match. You know what's sad? I thought Sal the Pal was actually the gimp. No. He was exactly what I expected to look. No, that's okay. Sal Renaro, ROH legend, Sal Renaro against Gags the Gimp. Anyways, moving on. To NWA your- should get like canceled. <laughs> what is what is Dexter Loomis showing up in uh, NWA? Oh, Jesus. Aussie Open versus the Velocities, <laughs> right? Jude London, Paris da Silva. Uh, Australian match of the year in 2021. Scotty, is this match of the year for you? Is it match of the year for me? No, it's not the match of the year for me, but it was fucking awesome. I mean, these two teams are like, it's like, uh, they go together like bread and butter. They go together like PB and J. They go together like, like uh, a coffee on a Sunday morning. They go together like the Hardys uh, and the Young Bucks. Like uh, the heart. Nah, well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> they, they go together like Andrade and Charlotte. Shout out to them. They just got married. Uh, <laughs> they go together great. Uh, just insanity, right? From start to finish. It's what they. What these two teams create in the ring is special. I thought their match last year was better. Um, maybe? I don't know. This was great. This was just, it was great. Not tag team match of the year because FTR and the Briscoes made sure there's no one taking that over. Mm-hmm. But really fucking good. Uh, a match that everyone should go out of their way to see. Mm-hmm. Obviously. If you wanted a match from the show to do that, it's this one by far uh aussie open top five tag team in the world the world uh you made a good point of they're probably the best 
uh, unknown tag team because they're still very unknown for a lot yeah. of people. Obviously, they're in New Japan now, but they haven't had a real tag team match yet. No, and not in New Japan. Well, they, they, like the last actual tag team match they had in New Japan was back in like 2017, 2018, 2019. Yeah, they weren't this good yet. Against G.O.D. Uh, yeah. So. Do, you got to do like Aussie Open versus... Man, their tag team stink. We're talking about New Japan? Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, they have to challenge for the titles. So that, of course... Well, yeah, they got to Auss- win the titles. Well, they have to win the titles, and that means we're going to see Aussie Open versus Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale. If you think Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale are going to have the titles by the time that happens, you're insane. You're just, you're just, you know, I, I get... Like, I are we... So are we like an anti-Bullet Club podcast, but a hot boy summer sort of podcast or absolutely a hot boy summer i'm not an anti-bullet club podcast i'm an anti-chase owens <laughs> and bad luck folly. <laughs> i don't have anything against bad luck folly though just start naming other names on, on bullet club i guess I, that guy okay. too well when you say it and i think about it i'm like wow there's a lot of people in bullet club i don't like i don't like chase owens i don't have anything against bad luck folly but i don't necessarily need to see his matches mm-hmm I'm not a big El Fantasmo guy. What about Rock Hard uh, Juice? I like Rock Hard Juice. Right. I like Rock Hard. I love Jay. I love Jay. Yeah. Uh, Ishimori's cool, and I love. Uh... Nope, that's it. <laughs> well, no, I love the House of Torture and Kenta. I love Kenta. Kenta, yeah, yeah. I love them. I love Hot Boy so. Did my screen just freeze? Oh, you can hear me. My screen apparently, apparently recording again. All right, all right. Yeah. So apologies for that, Scotty. Uh, Jesse went to somewhere to get her phone fixed and mentioned about my computer. Uh, they said I, they said I can bring it in, so I'm gonna bring it in soon. Maybe tomorrow if they're open. Uh, there, you know what they said might be the problem because it's like a frequent issue of these kind of Mac computers. Uh, is that there might be dust in it? <laughs> is that there might be dust that's causing the issue? I was like, you're kidding me, because <laughs> uh, dust. Apparently, that's a, a frequent issue. Frequent issue with these little kind gold of dust action. <laughs> a little gold <laughs> dust action. Anyways. Uh, I think the last thing we had to mention before we l- were going was basically, uh, you know, if you're listening to the audio version, the stream crashed. So I'm not going to I'm just going to edit that part in. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. So we were then going to talk about uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Michael Oku as the main event. Uh, that was a really good match. I really enjoyed that match. I thought Michael Oku versus uh, Suzuki worked really well together. Um, it, it was a little bit of that Suzuki U.S. indie stuff. But I felt like main event, Rev Pro, he he was able to give Oku a little more stuff. Uh, and Oku did a good job of selling and, you know, having that crowd connection that Oku does have uh, in spades. I wish I was crazier about it. Uh, it was good, but didn't do anything for me in terms of like, I don't know, it didn't fit the main event, especially after that Aussie Open Velocities tag. It was just kind of like, Oh, this is still here. It was it, without it being a title match or anything. I was just like, eh. Yeah, 
it, which is fair. It, you know, it, it's the th- it's things like this when it happens. You know, when uh someone you know someone drops out for various reasons. Yeah. You know, it just it it sucks. But uh, you know, these things happen. Yeah. Uh, and then the very last thing we're going to talk about, moving into the very last conversation, uh, is talking about Bosch update. We were very the stream crashed as we were like maybe ten minutes away from closing out the show. So that's but <laughs> you know, like we said. So it won't be sorry. Is, There'll be if you want to hear today the last day of Bosch is today the final. Uh, no, I believe the last day is the third. Yes, it is the third Friday. Isn't that the final? That is this Friday is the final. That is correct. So we have we have three more days of oh, so the show on two two Tuesday. more days two more days of full blocks. That was this morning and uh, Tuesday uh, of full blocks, and then we have uh, Friday, which is the final. Um, so real quickly, I'm just going to go through Tuesday. What? How, so how much of the show, how much of Boston are you updated on? I've watched everything except today. Okay. I've watched everything except for Saturday. I, I believe I, did I, did I watch Thursday? I don't remember if I watched Thursday. Uh, was that day eight, day seven? Let me look at this. Desperado, not Desperado, Phantasmo versus Eagles. No, I did not see the show. So I've only seen up to Tuesday. So, damn. So you didn't see the match that people said was the match of the tournament. I did not. I'm, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> okay, Joey Jaw. Anyway, like just like his stupid fucking Titan Tron did. Uh, uh, we'll go through day by day. I'll read out all the matches. Um, yeah. That happened that day, and if you have any thoughts on any of them, or if I have any thoughts, we'll bring it up. Ready? Best Super Juniors Tuesday, May twenty fourth, first match of the show: Alex Zane defeating Francisco Akira. Zane has six points. Akira has two points. Moving on to Titan versus TJP. Titan wins by getting two points. TJP has TJP has two points. Uh, Ruski Taguchi versus Clark Connors. Clark Connors gets the win. Clark Connors now has two points. Taguchi has two. Um, this was the only good Taguchi match. This was match was great. I love that match. <laughs> I thought that match was fantastic. This was the only one I was like, wow, this Taguchi actually had an entertaining match. Uh, B block, uh, Bushi versus Yuta. Bushi gets the win. Four points to Yuta's four points. Well, no, we Yuta won this match. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now I'm gonna go cage match. Oh uh, boy. I'm on I'm on New Japan's website and it's listed incorrectly. It's, oh boy. I'm on their freaking website and it's not accurate. All right, let's go to I believe this was day 7, so we'll go to day 7. It was yes in fact Wheeler Yuta getting the win over Bushi. Both men now have 4 points. Block A match Ace Austin defeating Yo. Ace Austin has 6 points, Yo has 4. Um, block B match, Doki versus El Phantasmo. Doki gets four points. Uh, El Phantasmo is six. Doki got the win there with the crazy uh, uh, Liger. Um, uh, not El Samurai, not Hayabusa. Uh, who the fuck was it? Um, ah, uh, God, it's in my brain. What's the guy's I name? Was, I thought it was Hayabusa. Was it Hayabusa? I feel like it wasn't. I don't remember. Anyways, uh, moving on. Block A match. Yoshinobu Kanemaru defeated Hiromu Takahashi in an upset win. Two points for Kanemaru. Six points for Takahashi. Block A that match. That was one of my favorite matches from that day because it was so one-sided. 
Yeah, it was crazy how it was crazy that just like attack before the bell, Kanemaru just kind of destroyed. Oh, the it was a uh, great, great, Sasuke, uh, great Sasuke, Sasuke, great Sasuke, Sasuke. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Sasuke for the Doki match. Uh, block A match: Taiji Shimori versus Show. Taiji Shimori getting the win, eight points. Show has two. Very low amount of points for Show. Maybe he's gonna make a a comeback here, but very amount of low amount of points there. Uh, and then the main event was Four. L. Lindemann versus L. Desperado. Both men have six points of L. Lindemann getting the win. I don't like the disrespect to the best uh, comedy wrestler in wrestling today with show. Uh, I think that's very rude that he only had two points at this time. Mm-hmm. It's hot boy summer. It's not, it's not, it's not going, it's not starting up hot. It's, it's, it's it, based on these points, show to Gucci and Clark Connors getting two points, all three of them. You have to think it's not Hot Boy Summer, but Butt Boy Summer. Butt Boy Summer. Butt Boy Summer. <laughs> I will not react. Uh, I thought this was a very good day overall. I thought the Alex Zane Akira match on the top was very good. I really enjoyed Teton versus TJP. I loved me Connors into Gooch, uh, and Some I really love the main event as well. Day. What was that? Some people said this was the best day. It was a really good day. I really love the main event as well. Lindemann versus El Desperado. I thought that was a great match as well. That was my second, uh, probably my second favorite match of the tournament. Uh, Lindemann Do- Desperado. Yeah, it's very good. I love I love the post match. Uh, <laughs> Speech by Lindemann where he's telling everybody to subscribe to New Japan World. I thought that was funny. Lindemann is so fucking good. Yeah, let's get him into the company. He is so good. He should be wrestling everyone everywhere. I don't want him to get him in the company because I don't think he should only be stuck in juniors, uh, which I think is a disservice to how good he is. But Mm -hmm. this is great. Yeah, this is a great show. Great match. Uh, really, really, this was what sparked my happiness in Best of Super Juniors. But now that I sit here on Sunday, mm-hmm. I need this tournament to end. It has been so much wrestling. Not all of it has been great. How do you? I am, how do you feel I'm about tired. the? How do you feel about the double block days? Uh, they're good when they're in Corican, but I watched yesterday's and it wasn't in Corican. Mm-hmm. Um. You're Do you just have like full point totals and we can just talk about the matches we liked instead? <laughs> uh, well, I don't remember all the matches that I saw. That's well, actually, no, that was all the matches I saw. So that the go, yeah, so just go to uh, full go latest, to latest point totals. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go to, I, I'll go to, you didn't watch today, so I'll, I'll go to, I'll go to day nine, which was Friday. Uh, day nine was yesterday. Uh, so I won't, no. Yeah, okay. No, I'll go to Saturday. I'll go to Saturday, which was day 10. Because you saw you saw Akira versus Kanemaru. Right? Yes. Doesn't remember. Um, yes, I did. All right. So this will be the latest for us. Latest for you, latest for us. Uh, block A match, Akira versus Kanemaru. Akira has six points. Kanemaru has four points. Um, this show was one of my least favorite shows of the tournament. So. Great. Uh, block A match tied to Ishimori with 10 points Clark Connors with 6 Ishimori pretty much I believe he's the only person with 10 points in the entire block A I'm uh, scanning it over yeah he's the only person with 10 points in block A uh, the person right underneath him would in block A would be Show with 8 points 
And Hiromu Takahashi and Alex Zane with eight points. You weren't ready for that one, were you? Alex Zane. Show. And show. show. Turn it around. The hot Boy Summer turned it around after you were like, oh, it might not be Hot Boys. Oh, it fucking is Hot Boy Summer. Come on now, baby. Bud Boy Summer. Now I can. Now I can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that Muto's back, we can. <laughs> now Muto's Muto. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just did, I just did the, uh, the Shining Wizard. I just. Oh, <laughs> uh, you did the <laughs> Shining Wizard. In my desk. <laughs> that was, that, that, even then, that was still more athletic than KG Muto doing it. That's right, Muto slam. Uh, and I just won. I just pinned Go Shiozaki for the title. <laughs> oh wait, just, I'm just, 23. I'm 23 years old. I still get another like 50 years until I can do that. That's true. Uh, block B match. Teton with four points, defeating Bushi of six points. I love Teton. Um, Bushi getting a sizable chunk of numbers here. Uh, block A match. Gucci gets four points, defeating Yo. Uh, I, I have <laughs> I to watch that one. I'll I have to imagine that. that match was a barn burner. Um, block A match show with eight points, like we said. Ace, oh, my mistake. Ace Austin has 10 points along with Taiji Shimori. Put some respect on the name. Put the respect on the name, baby. Mm-hmm. Ace Austin has not only been great, he has been one of the best. He has proven me right, which is most important, of course, that he that he can do this shit and be one of the best out there. So many people have been giving him praise. I absolutely love it. He's had some of my favorite matches in this tournament. He has been awesome. But in the end, it's hot boy summer. You sort of started doing the, uh, the um, I was going to say Rick Rude, Scott Hall. <laughs> Scott yeah. Hall, little, little wolf pack stuff there. Um, what else we got here? We also had uh, Yuta defeating Watto with Yuta with eight points, Watto with four. Uh, Phantasmo defeating TJP. Eagles defeating Lindemann. Hiromu Takahashi defeating Alex Zane. Uh, and El Desperado versus Doki. So uh, this is as of today, the That's block standing. As of today, these are the block standings with one more day. <laughs> One more day, uh, so it looks like we're going to have some results here. So uh, let me see if I can also... You can spoil me. It's okay. Spoil me, brother. Uh, so block A, the listings are Taiji Ishimori of 12 points, Hiromu Takahashi of 10 points, Ace Austin of 10 points, Alex Zane, Sho, and Yo, all of 8 points, Clark so Connors, have... Akira, and Taguchi with 6 points, and Kanemaru with 4 points. Okay, okay, okay. So to set the stage... Mm-hmm. Everyone with eight is out. Everyone with eight is out. Yeah, we only have one more day. One one day more. Yes. So they would all the only people they have to get ten points, and Taiji Shimori would have somehow have to lose ten points. So it all comes down to Taiji Shimori, Hiromu Takahashi, and Ace Austin. Well, Ryan. Yes. Good news for you. Here's the final day lineup for the A block. Mm-hmm. Of the three, can you give me the ones that's the three people? Because they, they're uh, the Ace ones. Austin versus Francesco Akira should mm-hmm. be great. That could, and that would probably be a spoiler. That'll probably be a And here's your answer Hiromu Takahashi versus Taiji Shimori. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the decider right there. 
Yeah, you think? <laughs> think? So what do you think? Um, who's, who's running very this block? uncreative, huh? Very, very uncreative in the end. Hey, After all that, at the end of the day, it is New Japan. You know, you're not yeah. gonna have you're not gonna have your champion lose a bunch, and you're not gonna have your biggest star Hiromu. No, I have no problem with Ishimori winning a lot, but Hiromu's going back. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think? Who's gonna win, Hiromu or Taiji? Comes down to these two. It's gonna be Hiromu. There's no way they put the champion in the final. Yeah, that's probably true. And also, I think that's just a better idea, anyways. Uh, block B to have 12 points. Same sort of situation here. We have three people who are still in contention. With 12 points, we have El Phantasmo. With 10 Why? <laughs> with 10 points, we have Robbie Eagles and El Desperado. Uh, El Desperado is the ace of the division, by the way. Everyone so. else says eliminated, like you said, and they all have. And with uh, TJP, El Lindemann, and Yuta, all have eight points. Wato, Teton, Bushi, and Doki all have six points. So like you said, all Robbie, comes down to the last three. Robbie Eagles versus Teton. Robbie Eagles versus Teton. Not going to be a spoiler. I think Eagles gets the win there, but then he would tie with Phantasmo. So who's Phantasmo facing? El Desperado. <laughs> so if Eagles wins his match, he'll tie with Phantasmo. Uh, if Desperado then wins that match, then we have a three-way tie. All have 12 points. Yeah, but I think Desperado's beaten both of them. Well, oh, yeah, it would come down to tiebreakers. So then uh, Desperado has, obviously, you know, he would, in that case, have beaten Phantasmo, and Eagles beat him. Uh, And Eagles, who won between Eagles and Phantasmo was Eagles, so in tiebreakers, Eagles would win the block. So Eagles on the last night, and El Desperado have to win... Their last how night the, and Eagles. How win. the turntables. All Phantasmo has to win. All Phantasmo has to do is win his match against Desperado. Desperado has no chance of winning this thing. Does he? If that would he, be kind of unfortunate because he's the only one I want to win. He would have to win. Well, he would have to win. No, the only way he can win is if Eagles loses, actually. Yeah. If Eagles loses... Then it comes down to Phantasma Desperado. If Eagles uh, if Eagles win, well, that's, Desperado is out, and then, it, yeah. and then it be, it's between Phantasmo and Eagles. Of if Phantasmo well, that's wins kinda, or not, that's kind of like the uh, A block though. Because um, if Hiromu wins, Ace Austin's out, even if Ace Austin won. Yeah, but if Ace Austin wins, and Ace Austin can't win at all. If Ace Austin wins, Ace Austin can't win. He'll have twelve, and Hiromu gets twelve. Then who would win in this? In this, Hiromu because Hiromu beat Ace Austin. Uh, so no matter what, Ace Austin's out. Yes, because if Ishimori wins, he wins. Uh, Austin did beat Ishimori. Yeah, but if Ishimori wins, and then he wins Her- and the if, but then if Hiromu beats Ishimori, then Hiromu wins. So. Yeah, so Ace Austin's out. Yeah, Des- Desperado and Ace Austin are either uh, out or playing spoiler for people. So basically, they're yeah. not. Gonna, there's no chance they're going to win. I think Desperado can win. I mean, oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, uh, Ace Austin is either out or playing spoiler. Ace Austin is just going to be playing spoiler. I should say. Uh, he's not even playing spoiler. He's just out. Yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He, he's just out. <laughs> Desperado has a chance to win if Eagles loses. Yes. 
That's all he has to do is Eagles lose and Desperado. I would love for Eagles to win because then that makes the match more interesting to me. Uh, I just don't want Phantasma to win. <laughs> I know you don't. Uh, so then there we go. So then we have Hiromu or Taiji Shimori. We're picking Hiromu probably. Um, yeah. Versus either Eagles, Phantasmo, or Desperado. Yeah. And what are you feeling? And then, and then, so then, and then from there, who do you think is going to win the B block? And then who do you think is going to win overall? I think B block wins the whole thing. So one of Phantasmo. I don't think you do Hiromu back to back to back. I just. It's a good story, but I, I don't, I wouldn't do it. It's not what I'm asking for. Do you think that, uh, so obviously this will of course be the Dominion match too. Do we get Desperado versus Ishimori at Dominion? For the title again, Eagles versus Ishimori, Phantasmo versus Ishimori, tag team explosion. Uh, I think Eagles should probably win. Eagles, Eagles would be the most creative match. Yeah, it'd be the most different. Most different. Well, you don't want to run back Desperado again, probably. Um, you don't want to run Hiromu back days or just a week after you just fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. let's can we judge it off of who would be the best challengers for the potential champions? Let's assume yes, E Block wins and then they beat Ishimori, right? Yeah. Uh, so then El Desperado would have to ch- have will get challenges potentially from Bushi, El Lindeman. That's a dub. That's a dub for the boys. Eagles, Robbie Eagles. That's a dub, and that's it. Uh, Phantasmo, he would get challenges from Doki and Eagles. Um, and then Robbie Eagles will get challenges from Bushi, TJP, and Master Watto. So, right, right Eagles, Eagles, Eagles winning is worst case scenario, right? There, it's <laughs> Despy wins so that he can get Despy and Lindemann for the title. Yeah, and also Desperado please. and Eagles for the title. Uh, God, Robbie Eagles, what what did you? What are you doing, buddy? Uh, <laughs> if Taiji Shimori wins, would that be at all interesting? Let's see. His challenges could be Ace Austin. I would be very interested if Taiji Shimori won the Best of the Super Juniors as champion. And then, by the way, and then Kanamaro would also be him. Uh, for hell Hir- yeah, Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, his challenges could be Show. Yo and Kanamaro <laughs> coming to CBS this fall. Show Yo Kanamaro. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think the most exciting one is probably Despy, <laughs> Lindemann, Eagles, and I'll throw in a Bushi. I'm okay with a Bush. A little, challenge. Little Bush action. A little Bush. A little Bush. You want, you, want, you want a little Bush action? I want a little Bush in my boss. I'm so tired of Bosch. It could end <laughs> at any time. Yeah, well, it's almost over. We only have literally. It, lo- it lost its luster about halfway through those Corricans. Yeah, as soon as the Corricans are over, you get back to the random yeah, ass I location. Like, oh, I was like, oh, great. We're going to go to random ass location number three where mm-hmm. no one cares. Great. Next awesome. Next show is on Tuesday. That should be good, though, I imagine. It is the finals of all the blocks and then the final finals is friday and of course we have dominion around the corner as well so 
that is it. Again, apologies for the stream crash, folks. I'm going to check up on how to fix my computer soon. So maybe we can. It was Ryan's fault. It was completely my fault. So uh, dunk me. I just want to put that out there. That wasn't my fault. Yes. Because people will blame me and I don't want to hear it. Yes. Scotty, where can people find you and what is your match of the week? You can follow me on Twitter at Scott E Wrestling. I tweet a lot. Um, Can't confirm. That's, that's about it. I don't think I I, ha, I do articles. I think I wrote an article about CM Punk and Hangman Page and their match and the excitement behind it. You can go check that out if you want to go scroll through my Twitter and find it, or you can just go on Last Word on Sports slash Pro Wrestling. Uh, that's where it is. I also wrote something else this week that I forget. Uh, it might have just been the stardom preview, so that's useless now. Uh, you can check out all my stardom reviews this week because there's going to be a few of them, I'm sure, uh, including the one that you heard here today. Uh, but I'll probably have more time to go in depth on them if you want to hear my full thoughts because obviously me and ryan are doing a two-hour show that is Mm action-packed with every promotion you can think of so i didn't get to really fully break down some matches so if you want to check that out and my match of the week that we didn't talk about this best of the super juniors oh um okay uh venny versus shuri yeah baby from the Hana Kamara Memorial Show Bagas. That is by far my match of the week of matches we didn't talk about. Yes, it was as fantastic as you'd expect. Uh, Shuri had two fantastic matches this week. Not a big shocker for her, uh, but Venny was awesome. That's the one to go check out. Uh, yeah, so that is all for me. Um, I think I have a link. No, no. What's it called? Link tree. Yep on my uh twitter if you want to see all my stuff because that is always easier than me having to explain it all you can follow me on twitter at ryan nights you can follow the show at Countout pod on twitter uh definitely subscribe to the show uh not only that you can hear a uh edited down version of this show if you watch the live stream and get a more con- concise uh not concise but just uh without the uh break and the law and the uh the uh, stream being down you can hear a better version of it probably um so definitely subscribe to that and also subscribe because uh exclusive on the podcast feeds will be our scotty and i's uh live reactions to double or nothing and getting our thoughts to all the double or nothing happenings um obviously you want to hear that we're not going to be talking about on the proper show next week when we're live streaming and everything so if you want to hear our talks our thoughts our takes on double or nothing Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you can find it. If you're watching the live stream now, um, it stinks if you're watching it on a Twitter. On a, uh, 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 I just I just had that thought just now. If people are watching it like on their phone or something, they can't really uh, go to the QR code. But uh, if you're watching it on a desktop, I guess, then there's a QR code that you can scan. And that will also take you to uh, – I believe it takes you to Red Circle where you can uh, – um, uh, where you can uh, like subscribe to wherever you wherever podcast kind of feed you want to subscribe to so yes definitely go check that out it will be there uh my match of the week was brian danielson versus matt seidel from rampage i thought that match was great really great stuff really pure wrestling action 
love seeing Matt Seidel back in the ring and him versus Brian Danielson was just just really, really great stuff. You know what I learned this week? What's that? The Terminus came back. Yeah, yeah. Terminus had a had a show, Modern Age Grappling, which is I was told is not Terminus, but is also produced by Terminus. And the poster said it was it was done through Terminus. So it is a Terminus show, but an offshoot of a Terminus thing. So I don't know the fuck Terminus is anymore. Uh, as a promotion, they have a Battle Slam thing, which is like a sister promotion that's also run by them. That that show looks insanely good. Um, Can't be Terminus. Yeah, uh, but it, it but it, it's <laughs> but it's it's not it. But Battle Slam is like a sister promotion to Terminus, but it's not advertised as being connected to Terminus, even though you buy the tickets through the same Terminus account uh, on Eventbrite. So nothing makes sense about Terminus. And that's a little small little rant for me. Um, anyways. anyways. You're a big Terminus guy. I'm so. a big Terminus guy, but now I'm a big old Terminus hater, I guess, because nothing makes sense anymore. Um, anyways. Uh Anyways, I wasn't planning on doing that, but I guess I did. He pushed my buttons, folks. He figured out how to push my buttons. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We'll be back tomorrow with a special Double or Nothing review, plus next week with all new stuff about the world of professional wrestling. We'll see you then. Goodbye! This has been a Countout Podcast. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows.